Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. It's so empowering for women to hear about other women and their accomplishments. If you're going through any of life's transitions, this program is for you. Joyce is president and founder of Joy After Divorce, a one-on-one coaching practice that helps women rebuild and redesign their lives after divorce. As a certified coach, she's had extensive training, including mentoring and training by Jack Canfield of the Chicken Soup book series. Joyce is also a member of Leadership Texas. On today's program, Joyce and her guests will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host and coach, Joyce Buford. Good morning. It's great to be here with you this morning. You know, I've... I'm always reminded about how many women go through their second wind. It's part of our passage almost that we will make a transition during our life. Maybe at that time where we lose a loved one, we go through a divorce, we lose a job, we uh, begin dealing with our parents in their later years. There's so many different transitions that we go through. And during these times, many times we need a little push or help, something that will move us forward. All of my guests have had their own transitions. And today's guest is no other, is as well a lady that has been through transitions. So you are going to love listening to Carol Rydell as she tells us about her transitions and talks to us about money. So let me tell you a little bit about Carol. She and I have met two or three, maybe even four years ago when we both were studying with Marsha Weeder. But Carol is an inspiring speaker, author, and a money success mentor. She helps feminine leaders and entrepreneurs get their heart, get to the heart of their money. Carol is known as a thought leader in the wealth, in the realm of wealth consciousness. With 15 years of experience as a CPA, with clients ranging from the startup phase to the revenue of $15 million. In her road of growth, she is coached by Marsha Weeder, Kendall Summerhawk, Tracy Trottenberg, just to name a few. The list goes on. She is certified dream coach with the Dream University and a member of the International Association of Women in Coaching. Carol is a coach and she coaches her clients with the experiences that she has had as a world traveler, entrepreneur, teacher, author, and speaker. She has a true gift for breaking complex ideas down into simple strategic steps that are easily executed. 
I love this statement. It fits me to a T. In her business, Dare to Live Richly, she delivers her message with clarity and passion. She identifies the one piece that is holding back many entrepreneurial women from reaching their full potential. What she calls the money conversations. Thus, she takes women through life-changing transformation to shift their old beliefs and stories to have a more empowering effect on their wealth, personal power, and pleasure. Welcome, Carol. I like this so much. I am, I'm sitting on the edge of my chair ready to listen to your words here. So welcome. Thank you, Joyce. It's such a pleasure to be here with you today and to be here with your audience. Thank well, you for this we, opportunity. Oh, well, it's our pleasure because, you know, we're all always interested in, in making money, particularly when we're in business. That's what the story is about. And so I'm excited to hear some of the ideas that you have about wealth. But before we move on, I always like to share with my guests about you, your journey, and how you got to where you are. Because you were a CPA, had your own company, which for a right brain thinker as I am, the creative, the the uh, not linear thinker, it's always impresses me when I meet somebody that's an accountant or has those skills uh, of linear thinking. So tell me a little bit more about that period of your time. Gladly. I will happily do so. So just so we know, you know, to lay the foundation here is what I feel like I'm really blessed with is a pretty balanced brain mm-hmm. is I'm a very creative, expressive um, person who likes to initiate new things, like really create. And at the same yeah. time, I'm able to deal with structure. And it uh-huh. feels like I, I really approach things from a spiritual perspective. I have the gift of really bringing the spiritual into the practical. Oh. Because of that balance situation, right? Originally, okay. were originally uh-huh. were you that balanced, or is that what has developed as you made your journey through life? Well, you know, it's interesting. Um, I think that uh, I had an injury when I was four years old, and my mm-hmm. the main artery in my right arm was cut through an accident. And Mm. so I ended up, I almost died through the process, and it was a really long healing process, et cetera, et cetera, and I'm all well. Mm. That's not a problem. But Mm -hmm. what happened was is it forced me to be left-handed, where I was Ah. originally right-handed. And Mm -hmm. so through that experience, that whole other side of me became developed. Yes. Yeah. So um, anyway, so I think, I've had the gift of both. Yeah, that's wonderful. It is, it is. So we never know where life's experiences and little, you know, challenges and accidents and all of that will, you know, develop in us. That's Mm -hmm. the blessing in Mm -hmm. the process. Um, 
gosh, where do I want to start? I, I really feel like if if I look back at my life, my life has been a series of pretty major transitions in developing who I am. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to you talk. It's like joy after divorce, check. Joy after job changes, check. You know, joy <laughs> after uh, loss of loved ones, check. Yes. <laughs> so I've been through all of those things, but the biggest thing uh-huh. was finding the joy, finding the wealth, finding all of that after I had lost myself. Uh, There's yeah. some you could, okay? Yeah, I'm with you, yeah. Yes, so there was somehow in which my story was, Either I never found myself or there's levels at which I found myself that I had to go back and find myself mm-hmm. to recover my joy, to recover my strengths, to recover my assets, to recover my um, wealth, to recover mm-hmm. to recover me. Mm. Yeah. I, you know, I believe one of the things that I strongly believe is that as children, we come in knowing all of who we are, all of our treasures, but somehow with life, we lose that perspective and we get pulled off of our path. And of course, you had that very important uh, major thing happen very early in your life at the age of four. My goodness. So... uh, what a Nick, even though that was at the time very, uh, how do I want to say, um, major in, in affecting you and your life and your family around you, look how it is played out in your life. It's sometimes so, um, looking back, we can see how those things play a part in our life, but at the time, it's so hard to see. So, all right, so you went on from and went into CPA because numbers were interesting, important. Why were you drawn to a CPA? You know, I, I never had this huge love. But I, through different jobs that I had, my parents, I was raised um, in a family business. Mm-hmm. And I was, because of that, I mean, we worked my, with my parents. We worked all the time. I mean, they worked six and seven days a week. My dad was mm-hmm. a Holocaust survivor. And so oh. it was, I was taught mm-hmm. it was about working hard. Mm-hmm. Everything yes. was about hard work and survival. Right. And so they worked six and seven days a week. And one of the things from the time we were very young was we would help customers. Mm-hmm. And we would clean and put things away in their business, et cetera. But we would help customers and take money. So I've been, you know, receiving money in that way since I was very young as a child. You know, $3 for a pair of cuffs, please. <laughs> 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 and <laughs> I know. So money 
was just something that was comfortable to me. And one of the mm. things that I was taught, remember, it was, I was taught as part of my story, it's all mm-hmm. about survival. So yes. when it was time to, I went through a divorce, I lost, we had two businesses, I was married, we lost two businesses, and I had been used to handling the bookkeeping and things like that in our businesses. And then I knew yeah. I needed to go back to school. Okay, and I, I needed, am so yeah. sorry to break in here, but we're about to go to break. And I want to okay. hear the story in complete. So we're going to start over fresh right after break with your story. All right. Thank you. We return with more of Second Wind with Joyce Buford after this short break. Evermore, people have the means to live, but no meaning to live for. These are the words of Dr. Victor Frankel, the inspiration for the movie Victor and I. That's V-I-K-T-O-R and I, movie.com. And TalkSense Radio, The Meaning Connection, with host Mary Similuka. And frequent contributor, Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. More and more people today are discarding their quest for money, possessions, and things. And are instead beginning a serious quest to find meaning in life. Until now, these discussions were historically in the hands of priests, ministers, and scribes. Then to philosophers, psychiatrists, and psychologists. Now... These deep discussions are where they should be, in the hands of individuals, on the air, with you. Talk Sense Radio, The Meaning Connection, with your host, Mary Similuka, and frequent contributor, Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 central, on toginet.com. Are you ready to start rocking that woo-hoo that only you do? Because Lisa Stedman is on a mission. She will dare you, challenge you, enlighten you, provoke and empower you to bring out that inner woo-hoo. Lisa is an internationally acclaimed selling author. She is a breakup expert, a brand consultant, CEO of Woohoo Inc. and the Woohoo Radio Network. She will show you how to take your boo-hoo and turn it into woo Get rebellious and get real. Get your dreams off the back burner. Get inspired and motivated to take action. Start rocking that woohoo that only you do in love, life, and business. She is going to be here for you every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Only here on the Woohoo Radio Network. Welcome back to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. This is a show about how to attain your dreams. Now to help you create the life you want to live to its fullest, here is coach and author of Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, Joyce Buford. Good morning. We are visiting with Carol Rydell. And she is a coach, and she focuses on um, money and all those scales around money. Um, But in our first section, we talked about Carol's growing up and that her father was a Holocaust survivor. And we all know that that has to have been a big impact upon you, Carol, uh, growing up with a woman with a man that had gone through such a difficult, difficult part 
of life, something that we would not know about. So could you sort of uh, tell us how that impacted your life growing up? Well, Joyce, I'm glad that you asked me that question. Um, there are so many levels to that question, you know, ways mm -hmm. that I could answer that. And I'm trying to put it in the uh, context that can best serve in the moment. Um, mm -hmm. First of all, I was living, I grew up with living history. Yes. And I think that's a piece that's really important. Uh, mm -hmm. My heart gets sad now because there are very few survivors left. Mm. And so when I go to services, usually once a year, that's a Holocaust memorial services just to honor, you know, the... Um, mm -hmm. uh, and your father is gone. Is that right? He is gone. He passed in 1984. Oh, and my goodness. he was... Yes, and he was actually, well, his health was very poor because of what he had had, had experienced during the Holocaust. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. He was very cutting edge because he was actually speaking to groups, many groups, um, churches and schools and, and many, many different groups back in the 60s and 70s and 80s. And this mm -hmm. was at a time that was pre-Schindler's List. Mm -hmm. So he was very cutting edge in that way. And wow. what was incredible about him was the consciousness that he carried. Mm -hmm. And he was not a man who was full of prejudice. Mm -hmm. He was a man who really mm -hmm. understood that people who lead those type of things, minds are sick. Okay. Whether they're sick with power, they're sick with control, they're sick with, you know, certain ideas, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. that he felt that they were full, their hearts were full of hatred. Mm. Yeah. When, and so people whose hearts are full of hatred want to hurt one, hurt one on behalf of another. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And... Those are the people we have to be very cautious about following. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yes. So I, I was blessed in the way I was not raised with, oh, we have to hate the Germans. It's the Germans against the Jews, and it's this mm -hmm. one against that one. I mm -hmm. was so blessed in that even in my parents' business. My dad had a Nazi working for him, a Hungarian working for him, a Jewish woman working for him, a, you know, there was an African-American working for him. I mean, there were all of these people that I grew up in this beautiful cultural mixture. Mm. Yeah. Well, he made that transition that, really well. I mean, you could understand in that condition how somebody could come out with a lot of prejudice. Yes, and and what I experienced, so what I experienced in my father is how he didn't sleep at night. What uh, I experienced was how he suffered through his dream time when he mm. did sleep, the trauma that he suffered, and then he carried that during his wake time. Uh, you know, because all of that, when you don't sleep, that has an effect on you, the level of stress. And yeah. yet... 
he knew that he felt very strongly that he had to do everything that he could do for his family because his time was limited. He always oh. knew his time was limited. Mm-hmm. So, um, but how that affected us, so there was such beauty in the living stories that we grew up with. And at the same time, from a child, uh, from a child's perspective, one, you get really tired of hearing the stories. Mm-hmm. Secondly, you, I would be told how my physical needs were always met and met beautifully. In other words, I had food. I had a good place to sleep. I had clothing, you know, nothing Mm -hmm. extravagant, but I had clothing. I had all my needs were met. So Mm -hmm. if I ever expressed needs on an emotional level or, oh, my friends are going to whatever, I'd like to be included. I mean, any type of emotional need whatsoever, it was Mm -hmm. immediately shut down because it's like, how could you even complain? How could you even ask for this? This is not Auschwitz, you know? Uh, Like, what do you mean you're suffering? Who cares? Buck up. Right. This is, you know, we're getting to live. This is good. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so, so what I what I learned from that was that my needs were not important. Yes. That it was about hard work and survival. Mm-hmm. And they even would say little things like, what's wrong with you? And so, you know, as a kid, I was like, I don't know what's wrong with me. There must be something wrong with me. I can't help it. I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling joyful. I'm feeling this. I'm feeling that, you know. So Mm -hmm. the flip side of that is, and I see this a lot with women and their stories are different, but the the, uh, result is the same, is that like the story of the tall poppy, the one, the tall poppy, the one who grows the tallest is the one that's harvested most rapidly. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to shine too brightly because you'll get killed. Ah. That oh, was that's the kind message, of a right? limiting thought, don't you think? <laughs> For sure. It's a very limiting thought, but many, many, many women carry through their various stories, Mm -hmm. beliefs or limitations around being too big, being too bright, being too special. This is just how my story unfolded. Right. In picking up this belief. But I see this time and time and time again. You know, who do you think you are? Mm-hmm. You think you're special? Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I mean, it comes that way. Or who are you to be so big because the church says dot, 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 or the family says dot, 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 whatever the taglines right. are, the stories are. Yeah. That's just how mine came in. Yeah. So interesting, Carol. Uh, thank you for sharing that part of your very personal life uh, with mm. us. And as you moved on into... I'm going to say adulthood. How did this play out in your life? This um, not, uh, um, how do I want to say, not being worthy. 
How did that play out in your life? Hmm. Well, it has brought me a huge level of ir- uh, experiential expertise mm-hmm. in learning to value myself. Right. Learning to know my own worth. Mm-hmm. Learning that I am as important as another. Yes. Yes, and you're just, I mean, I have known you for four or five, four years, and mm-hmm. always, mm-hmm. it's so interesting that you've always been um, a woman who uh, was quite impressive. I mean, you didn't have to say anything. I just knew you were. <laughs> I want you to tell that. <laughs> well, That's you. my read on you, Carol. But um, always able to take responsibility in all of those exercises that we did uh, under Marsha Weeder, always being uh, one who stepped forward. I remember that about you. So on your path, then you went to CPA. And I'm still going back to CPA because to me that kind of leads into our money um, story. But you were... As a CPA, you had your own business for 15 years, correct? Yes. Part of that was my own business for 15 years. There's some yeah. apprenticeship when you first get out of school that you have to do and meet some, you know. Anyway, right after right. I fulfilled those, I went into business for myself. Uh, and I want to say a piece about that. Yeah. I was raised... Everything is our, you know, based on our belief system. What I mean about that is security. Mm-hmm. I was raised in a home that what I was taught was entrepreneurship was security. Yes. Because no one could ever fire you. Correct. No one could take your job from you, right? That's correct. Yes, you're right. On the other hand, there's the opposite belief system that people would never go into business for themselves because you could fail. They're going to go where they can get a secure paycheck. And that's their belief system of security. Mm. And so I realized at a very young age, and I watched as a CPA, and I watched my clients, the ones who worked for people and the Mm -hmm. ones who were self-employed at some level. I I say self-employed, you know, could be corporate whatever, that they were owners and founders and CEOs and all of that, is that what I watched through that was the illusion of security. Right. And if both are true or neither are true, yes, go ahead. We're going to stop here and take a quick break shortly, and we can come back and talk about the importance of security for women particularly, of course men as well, but we do love security and need it. So we will be back Mm -hmm. shortly to talk more about security. We return with more of Second Wind with Joyce Buford after this short break. 
Get the competitive edge and take your success to the next level with the Gold Medal Success Show and your host, Forrest Fisher, six-time U.S. National Gold Medalist. Tune in every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. Central, 6 Pacific, here on the Rockstar Radio Network as Forrest gives you access into the mindset of true champions and helps you apply these success principles to your life and business for immediate results. Each show will feature guest athletes and business experts who have achieved tremendous success and are ready to share their stories of struggle, glory, tragedy, and triumph, revealing tips and strategies Forrest and these guest experts use to propel themselves to world-class success. Many people live their whole lives wanting more. The Gold Medal Success Show will demonstrate that anyone can have a more fulfilling and satisfying life when they put a few basic principles into play. Make every day game day. With the Gold Medal Success Show, each Thursday morning at 8 a.m. Central, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. What does success mean to you? Money? Power? Fame? Having everything money can buy? Does it mean having a job or career that you love? A great family life? Or simply to be happy? If you're still searching for answers, then join us each Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern for Primetime Success Radio, where Alan Skidmore and his special guests will discuss health, finances, relationships, being in business, and how you can have a life that is not only successful, but a life of meaning. Alan has been studying success principles for over 25 years through reading, attending seminars, interviewing successful people, and a daily lesson from the School of Hard Knocks. And now he wants to share that information with you. So join Alan Skidmore on Primetime Success Radio every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on the Rockstar Radio Network as he takes you on a journey of finding the heart of your success. Welcome back to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. This is a show about how to attain your dreams. Now to help you create the life you want to live to its fullest, here is coach and author of Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, Joyce Buford. We are visiting today with the fascinating Carol Rydell, and she has been talking to us about her her awesome upbringing and the the story that she had around her family life. And when we went to break, we were talking about security. So I want to go back, Carol, if we could, and continue that conversation about security and how important that is uh, in our lives. All right. It's it's definitely that feeling, right? Because each of us, what I learned, what I was saying before was that entrepreneurs, you know, can perceive, or I'll just bring it back to my family rather than Mm -hmm. generalizing. What I was taught was entrepreneurship was security because you could drive your own, you could drive your own life. You could be the, you Mm -hmm. know, captain of your own life at that point. And Mm -hmm. others who work for companies or yeah, who work for companies who work jobs perceive that as security because then they're not taking the risks, the perceived risks that entrepreneurs take. And to them that's security because yes. they get the regular paycheck. So <clears throat> excuse me. What I learned was it was all an illusion and I saw that time and time again 
within my clients so that mm-hmm. I began to question inside of myself, well, where does security come from mm. at the deepest of levels? Where does yeah. security come from? If everything that people are saying is not true or it's mm-hmm. all true, whichever way you look at it, both are true, mm-hmm. meaning we create our reality. Both yes. are true. Right. So where does that come from? Because then it has it's not an external piece. Mhm. Right. It comes from inside. Right. I I remember Carol in interviewing many um millionaires that have made their fortunes, gone broke, made their fortunes again. They almost have this well they do have this inner knowing, I can do it again. I've done it once, I can do it again. And that's definitely an inside message. Correct? Absolutely. Mm. There's a knowing that there's there's just something knowing. There's another piece around not only knowing the pathway, not like there's one pathway, but it's almost like a neuro pathway in your brain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Knowing that you know how to journey through the mountains, <laughs> the mountains of life. Yeah. But it's that deep inner knowing that, well, I'm going to jump a little bit, that this is the same piece that has to do with wealth. Mm-hmm. This is security and wealth. All of this is just related. It goes hand in hand. That wealth is an inside job. And when we talk about wealth, I also relate that to joy. You know, you talk about joy. But, not but, and both are an inside job. You can have outside experiences that reflect that. that, Mm -hmm. that When you feel joy, when you feel vibrancy, when you feel life, no one can take that from you. When you have an education, no one can take that from you. It's yes. like my dad being in a concentration camp and being able to experience the joy in the beautiful sunset in the moment, regardless of its circumstances. Yes. Yeah. That's an inside job. Mm-hmm. And... I've traveled the world. I have worked with many, many uh, indigenous people and healers and like who on all outside appearances look like they have nothing and yet are full of joy and feel their wealth and feel their abundance. Mm. And so where does that come from? Again, it's an inside piece. Mhm. Yeah. So as women especially, it's so important to develop that outer wealth or excuse me, the inner wealth. Mhm. I was already thinking ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's critical that it's important that we develop our well of wealth as women. I call that the wow. So is that, when you talk about the wealth, are you talking about the ability to look at the sunset and know that's a treasure beyond all, uh, it doesn't have a value 
put on it, it is wealth, but it's wealth without assigned value. Does that make sense? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it's being able to experience, I guess it's how we're wanting to define each piece in the moment. That well of wealth comes from how can you take in each experience in the moment even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're really saying in that not being, not giving anyone or anyone's situation the power over how you choose to experience life in any moment. Yeah, I like that. I like that, Carol. Yeah. So you, you have some examples here, or you refer to money stories, creating your own reality. Uh, mm-hmm. Am I jumping ahead to go to that question? Not really. Not really. So here's what I mean by that. Okay. I had a money story that said, you, in order to have money, mm-hmm. you have to work really hard. Yes. Because yeah. that's what was modeled to me. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, I mean, as an example, my parents had their business for 28 years, and my father never once stepped outside of his store to eat lunch. He ate lunch in front of his machine every day. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I mean, and six and seven days a week. So Mm -hmm. it was, you have to work hard. Everything is around working or else money will never come. Mm -hmm. So I never believed. So my story was, is I thought the only way I could ever get money is if I worked really hard, 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 Mm -hmm. hard. Right. Even when I had my CPA firm, oh, my gosh, tax season came. I got to work six and seven days a week, 18 hours a day, push, 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 push. Of course, I'm sure I would be a really good person and make a lot of money if I worked really, 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 really hard. (laughs) And then one day, right, then one day I would sit and I would think about my clients and I'd say, you know, some of these people aren't working so hard. Yeah. And they're doing just fine. <laughs> or better than I was. Yes. Uh-huh. And, and then what is the truth around the story of you have to work really hard for your money? Mm-hmm. So... What I have found, even beyond my CPA firm, once I sold my firm, that was another huge transition Mm -hmm. in my life, is I began, because of my work in my CPA firm and what I loved, 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 was I got tired of doing the numbers, and what became really important to me were the depth of the relationships that I had. Oh, yes. And... And so I really saw what was happening with people and their beliefs 
around money, their struggles around money, shame around money. And I really got involved in the personal development field and began Mm -hmm. facilitating workshops for women for 10 years. Oh. Around all of that. Around the money beliefs and stories. Around their personal growth, their personal growth, their personal stories, which had everything to do with the inner wealth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you, a common piece with women around their own wealth is women, even when they develop tremendous, tremendous skills and they have many degrees and they've been They've proven themselves over and over and over. There's some way in which they feel fake. Haven't oh. you ever felt fake? Oh, yeah. Particularly when you're in uncommon we, waters. <laughs> yes. Growing. And, or, you know, God forbid somebody's going to find out that you're a fake mm-hmm. or find out that you're not good enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That you don't know all the answers. Women. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So anyway, back to the stories piece, is that our stories create our reality. Yes. And our Mm -hmm. past stories do not, our past stories do not have to create our future reality. We can rewrite our stories. Oh, okay. Mm Mm-hmm. We can rewrite our stories. We can choose something different. Mm -hmm. Just Mm -hmm. like women in transition can choose not only to survive, they can then choose to thrive. Mm -hmm. So you change your beliefs, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. We are going to be taking a break shortly. And when we come back, we can talk more about those beliefs, which I think we all have to address. What is your belief about what were you raised believing about money? And how has that controlled you in your own personal growth as an adult managing your own money? So we will be back shortly to listen to the words of Carol Rydell. We return with more of Second Wind with Joyce Buford after this short break. Get ready for Smart Health with your host, Dr. Glenn Mia. Friday afternoons at 2 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Smart Health is a one-hour program dedicated to discussions, interviews, and news in the ever-changing world of medicine. Information leads to smart choices, and smart choices lead to a healthier lifestyle. That's the quote of host and broadcast journalist Dr. Glenn Mia, M.D. This magazine-style radio show is a fast-paced program bringing together medical experts, authors, and patients to examine what works and what doesn't in staying healthy. Dr. Glenn Mia is a board-certified physician in pediatrics and internal medicine. His philosophy to wellness starts with an investment. He says proper nutrition, rest, and exercise are the best personal investments to maintaining good health. So join us for Smart Health with Dr. Glenn Mia. 
Fridays at 2 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Get the competitive edge and take your success to the next level with the Gold Medal Success Show and your host, Forrest Fisher, six-time U.S. National Gold Medalist. Tune in every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. Central, 6 Pacific, here on the Rockstar Radio Network as Forrest gives you access into the mindset of true champions and helps you apply these success principles to your life and business for immediate results. Each show will feature guest athletes and business experts who have achieved tremendous success and are ready to share their stories of struggle, glory, tragedy, and triumph, revealing tips and strategies Forrest and these guest experts use to propel themselves to world-class success. Many people live their whole lives wanting more. The Gold Medal Success Show will demonstrate that anyone can have a more fulfilling and satisfying life when they put a few basic principles into play. Make every day game day. With the Gold Medal Success Show, each Thursday morning at 8 a.m. Central, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. This is a show about how to attain your dreams. Now to help you create the life you want to live to its fullest, here is coach and author of Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, Joyce Buford. Welcome, welcome. We are talking with Carol Rydell, a money success mentoring coach, and she has shared with us fascinating insights that she has learned from not only her dad, but also from just life, different situations that she has experienced. And Carol, before we get into talking about our last subject, I really want you to share your information because I know you do workshops and you do co- personal one-on-one coaching, and I'd love people to be able to get to you. So would you share that information? Absolutely, Joyce. Thanks for asking. So my website is daretoliverichly.com, and... Joyce, uh, if you're interested, what I have on there that I would love to offer everybody is a money discovery session, if you're interested, mm-hmm. and you just go in there and fill out the questionnaire. Now, Joyce notified me yesterday yeah. that there is a problem in my scheduler, mm-hmm. and it shows no availability, and I haven't had an opportunity to go out and see what the problem on my calendar there is. So as soon as you finish, if you would email me, I'm sorry for that, but if you would email me directly and let me know you're interested, I would be happy to set up an appointment for us for this private time with you where we can really look at things and discover what's happening for you. It's a 30-minute session. And my private email address is carol, that's C-A-R-O-L, at carolrydell.com. So that's the at C-A-R-O-L-R-Y-D-E-L-L.com. And as Joyce said, I work with individuals one-on-one. We can do VIP days or I do group work and events and speaking, etc. So we can just see what is really um most important for you right now and really get to what's going on so right well you're a very busy lady I know from all of the 
<clears throat> things that you have listed <clears throat> and shared with us because you are just a wealth of knowledge and good guidance for your clients, I'm sure. Um, there was a there was a topic that I was particularly interested in, which was called filling in the holes. And that's about, I'm thinking about the way we let money leak through our hands. Uh, could you address that, please? I'd love to. This is one of my favorite topics. <laughs> okay, first of all, the way that I talk about this is it's not only money, all right? Mm. Yes. Money is called currency. Mm-hmm. Currency is the current of life. This is energy. Okay. So if we go back to that, money is ultimately energy. Yeah. It's used, it's exchanged, it's constantly in circulation. Mm-hmm. I can go I can go into many, many, many levels of depth here, which I don't believe we have time for, but you know, really yeah. the esoteric depths and all of this. Yeah. Suffice it to say money is energy and it has to circulate. And what happens is that when an individual doesn't have what I call a container, you could call mm-hmm. it, maybe it looks like a chalice for a woman, it looks like a beautiful vase, but it looks like her womb, it looks mm-hmm. like, you know, I just look at, I call it a container within, something that has the ability to hold and value what she receives as part of the current and then is able to then distribute that wealth in a manner mm-hmm. she chooses. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. So it's so it's it's like having a beautiful urn, there's a flowing mm-hmm. stream, right? Currency, yes. money, wealth, the energy of life, life force is flowing down that stream. She can dip, we as women can dip this urn, gather the water, hold it, and then use it for our families, use it for our own nourishment, use it for our, our work, use it for our clients, use it for whoever we want to use it for. It's intentional mm-hmm. use of that wealth. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. What happens is, is this is why you see so many people who win the lottery. Mm-hmm go broke again is because they do not have the container with which to hold the wealth that they have. And so what happens is is people give money away. As soon as they receive money, they have to give it on or they have to spend something or because they feel empty inside there's holes mm-hmm. there. There's emotional holes, right? Like cracks. Right. Like huge cracks, emotional holes, and that it just leaks out. Let's say one goes to Quick Trip or 7-Eleven or some convenience store once a day, twice a day, 
you know, even if you spend $2, $2 times 30 days a month, that's $60 a month, mm-hmm. right? That it just right. leaks out, mm-hmm. leaks out. And you take that $60 a month times 12, that's $720 a year that it's just leaked away. And they go, wow, I don't know what, what happened to my money. Yeah. I don't know what happened to my wealth. Or the mother that keeps on she ends up suffering yet keeps giving her children, and maybe her children are adults, but she wants to be loved. There's a leak mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. good reasons for leaks, but there's, there's, there's emotional, there's deep emotional needs. There's needs for approval. There's needs for to be loved. There's needs, many reasons that... Um, that when we seek mm-hmm. fulfillment mm-hmm. from the outside, right, then we give the yeah. power to those outside circumstances to fill our well of wealth. Right. So is this the analysis also for creating debt? That they create Absolutely. debt to feed their needs for... Fulfillment? There's a couple of things around debt that I want to speak into. Okay. There, there are times that we create debt that debt is used as a part of our business and is a mm-hmm. conscious business choice right. that we make in order to grow ourselves. Mm-hmm. to grow ourselves, grow our business, okay? And yes. that can be a wise decision mm-hmm. because it's needed in a next step for growth. Now, yeah. that also comes with the responsibility of having a wonderful plan, a a realistic plan with which how you're going to pay that back. Yes, in other words, mm-hmm. I know that I'm going to go get three new clients. I know that I'm going to, da, 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 you know, whatever's necessary in order to do that. Yeah. Now, then there's the debt that take the same situation and you're looking for that next thing to make you okay. Mm-hmm. Any women that I, that I even see going and getting coaching, they're seeking and seeking and seeking. Maybe this will make me okay. This will make me okay. This will make me okay. Or they're looking for happiness or they're looking for friends or they're looking for many different things. And mm-hmm. the work still, that creates debt. Generally, they don't have, they feel like once that gets fulfilled, they'll be okay and don't think about what it means to then have to deal with the monetary side of it. Yes. Right. So there's that physical side of it and there's the emotional side of debt. Right. Which we haven't really touched yeah. upon. You know, I, I know that I yeah. can get really deep, Joyce. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And in our two minutes that we have left, that's not going to happen today. But there's so right, much right. of it really you know, it reflects we are one of the highest debt civil societies that has ever been. And I think it ref- yeah. reflects that we are a generation of people wanting and looking for fulfillment outside of ourselves instead of within ourselves. 
And uh, it is really even more a calling to, to look into balancing who we are and really finding and knowing that we have that, that ability to create love for ourselves inside ourselves. Um, you talk about setting intentions, and with the last minute that we have, is it possible to set an intention in that short time? So I set an intention. I would like to set an intention for absolutely ourselves, you and I, Joyce, and every woman listening, every individual listening here on the call today, that inside of them there is this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful light. Mm -hmm. And with that light that there's a deep knowing, a deep feeling, and a deep trusting that their source, their trust, their wealth, their joy is all contained within them. And it's, and it's gives We've deep got- expression. We have 15 seconds to say goodbye, and that intention is so beautiful. I feel awful cutting it, but I have so <laughs> loved talking with you, Carol, and I know oh. that people will want to reach you. Thank you for being with me today. It's been awesome. You're welcome. Thank you. It has been awesome, Joyce, and I just so appreciate everyone who's here with us and this opportunity to serve. So just you know, be happy to answer any questions. Just feel free to email me. And Joyce, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're welcome.